Hello everybody and welcome to What Do You Say Anime. My name is Peter and joining me today from Watch Club we have Haz, Miles, and Pat and my co-host Adam. On today's episode we are going to be starting our first ever tournament arc. We will be doing <laughs> the best shows from 2011 through 2017 and sorry 2011 and 20 versus 2017 and then 2012 versus 2014 in our playing games. How this is going to work is that we will be taking 10 shows from each year, the top five highly rated and the top five most popular according to my anime list. And this list, we will only be using shows, no movies. And any show that has less than 100,000 members will not be counted just due to relevance. How the format is going to work is we are going to be taking the number five through one popular and rated shows and pairing them against each other. So the number five popular show from 2011 will be pairing off against the number five popular show from 2017. Now this is a for fun thing, so we're gonna have we're gonna be goofing around and with our logic and whatever, basing it off like what shows are the best. So we're just here to have fun, and we hope you enjoy as well. So in case there is a draw, uh, a five to five draw in terms of which shows are the best, then we will go to a total score tiebreaker. So first up, we have. The year 2017 versus the year 2011. And we will be starting with the most highly rated shows of all, or from that year. So number five, most rated show, highest rated show of 2011 is Nishi Joe. And it's going up against Natsumi's Book of Friends season six. So anyone can start with uh, their logic and their reason of which show should win. Well, why don't you start, since I think you're the only one who's seen Natsumi's Book of Friends. Oh, okay. Okay, and I'll, maybe I'm the only one who's seen Nishijou, too. Um, well, no, I've Ni seen Nishijou. Okay, yeah. Nishijou is a classic in terms of the comedy like era. I think it's one of the funniest animes ever made. I started Natsumi's Book of Friends yesterday because it was on the list so many times. And I think it's a genius show as well, because I almost cried after episode two. So both are good. Did you get to season six? I did not get to season six. Okay. <laughs> but I can I can kind of tell like where the show like has its heart and like why it has six seasons and why it's so highly rated. But for me, I'm going with Nishi Joe. So what is the the premise of Natsume's Book of Friends? If you can summarize it in two sentences. Uh, Spirited Away, the series. Oh, well. Okay. So, say something that's okay. Like, hey, I don't like Spirited Away. Um, so Nietzsche Joe. Okay. Joe is fucking hilarious. I've, I haven't seen uh, either uh, fully. I've seen bits and, enough bits and pieces of Nietzsche Joe, though, to know that it's my kind of show and that I think I will have to go with that one as well, just okay. because I feel like I don't know, I'm not a big Spirited Away guy either, to be okay. fair. So. Adam. Um, I'm going to go with Nietzsche Joe too. I, that's one I've seen. It's one I really, really enjoy. And because I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen Natsumi's Book of Friends. So I'm not going to be able to fairly judge it. But I think Nietzsche Joe is a freaking classic and everyone should watch it if they like comedy. All right. And Miles, your choice. So, you know, we, as we all know, uh, my vote counts for five. And um, <laughs> I will be voting for uh, I, probably Nietzsche Joe too. So. Okay. <laughs> even better that your vote is worth five. <laughs> Not this time. Uh, all right, so 2011's up 1-0 and a 5-0 sweep from Nishi Joe. Moving on to the number four most popular, we have Nishi. Or sorry, Natsumi's Book of Friends season three from 2011. Jesus Christ, going against Made in Abyss, and I think this one is probably going to go the opposite way. I'm going Made in Abyss. I think it's one of. I think it's like a modern classic. To be honest, I love it. It has one of the best OSTs of all time. I think it's a one anime of the year on the Crunchyroll Awards. My vote is Made in Abyss. 
I uh, I liked Made in Abyss. Uh, I didn't love it as much as everyone else did, uh, but I did like it, and I think it's. Uh, I'm excited for the movie. I'm excited for it to, the show to continue. So I, again, because I haven't seen Natsume's Book of Friends, and I, it doesn't sound like something that appeals to me, I think I'm gonna have to go with Made in Abyss as well. All right. I I think it's pretty easy for me. Made in Abyss too. Same exact reason. Has. You're not talking, has. Oh, we lost him. No, no, I think he just muted himself. Uh, Miles, how about you go while we wait? Yeah, so um, I, I'm also going to vote Made in Abyss. You know, um, a big fan of it. I think I gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, very good show. Has you like Mike working? There we go. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Made in Abyss, and I'm going to just give big dick energy to Natsumi for being on Season 3, so Natsumi and Book of Friends. <laughs> All right, so with a 4-1 to victory, Made in Abyss wins a point for 2017. Next up for the third most, our third highest rated, sorry. From 2011, we have Gintama. And that is going up against, real quick, once my Excel sheet would like to work. It is going up against Rakugo Shinju Season 2. Uh, let's see. I haven't seen either, but I know that Rakugo Shinju is like a modern classic in terms in the terms of like drama, when Gintama is like the 370 episodes. So they both like hold their weight. Uh, I like gang comedy. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Gintama on this one. This this is a tough one. Because, uh, yeah, like I, I've heard the same things about Rakugo Shinju. Uh, have not seen it yet. And I've seen a few episodes of Gintama. And I, I love it. I think, though, the rating for it, though, is a little bit inflated. So I think I'm gonna have to go with Rakugo Shinju just because I know I've heard I have never heard anyone badmouth this show. I have never in my life heard someone say that this show is not a masterpiece. Not even that just just the show is good, but that the show is not a masterpiece. So I, I think I have to go with Rakugo Shinju. All right, how about you, Has? Um, definitely going to Gintama Gintoki the fucking goat. And honestly, if I ever get an alcoholic problem in the future, it's going to be because of that show, and I'm very proud of that fact. Oh, okay, Adam, how about you? Um, I've seen some of Gintama, and even though I know it's really, really highly rated and people absolutely love it, I am. It didn't really strike a chord with me, and I like uh, we heard earlier, Rakugo Shinju. I've never heard a bad thing about, so I'm going to go with 2017 and Rakugo Shinju. All right, Miles, you are the tiebreaker. It's two to two right now, so it's up to you. Okay, Gintama yeah, so... Or I, um, You know, Gintama is the one with all the references, right? Correct. I, I'm showing my ignorance. Okay, well, um, you know, I have to say, I, I really like referential stuff. I think it's fun. Really like, um, you know, sort of like Easter eggs like that. Um, I'm going to give it to Gintama. All right, a three to two victory. Gintama takes one for 2011. Moving on to the number two highest rated anime of 2011. We have Hunter Hunter going up against the number two anime of, sorry, number two highest rated anime of 2017. And that was OA Monogatari season two. Uh, I've seen Baka Monogatari, Nisa Monogatari, the second season as well. So I got a pretty good reference in terms of the Monogatari series. But Hunter Hunter is one of my favorite of all time. I think it revolutionized a different style of shonen. I think it showed that shonen isn't just for children anymore. It's one of the best shows of all time. My vote goes to Hunter Hunter. Oh man, this is tough. I my uh 
my roommate just binged through Hunter Hunter, uh, and even though he's not a huge anime fan himself, like you know, he's a casual, I guess, if you want to call him that. A dirty uh, casual. A, a filthy casual, filthy yes. Casual. But uh, but he is. He was like, this is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, at the same time, though, Owari Monogatari is the highest rated, I believe, uh, Baki Monogatari, or part of the Monogatari yeah, it's, series. it's like the only one that's above a 9. Right. It's like it, it's like probably like top top 15, top 20 in, in anime. So that, that's yeah. a tough, which Grant Hunter Hunter is pretty far up there, too. So I don't know, though. This is, this is really tough, but I think, I'm, I, think I gotta go with uh, Hunter Hunter based off my friend's recommendations. Uh, yeah. I did not enjoy Baki Monogatari the amount that I wanted to, so I think I'm gonna show my bias and go hunter hunter here gotcha has how about you um i again i only watched bakemon and cigar monogatari um but i wasn't a fan of it but i i think hunter hunter is such a snooze fest and i think also because it was a uh if i if i'm understanding correctly it was a remake or like a remaster with more it's it's like the brotherhood version of hunter hunter yeah yeah it was the brotherhood version of it um yeah, no, I'm gonna give it to Oh, uh, Mona Tagari. I just, right. I just think Hunter Hunter is just. just so. All right, I mean, it's okay to be wrong, Adam. Um, <laughs> this one is pretty easy for me, Hunter Hunter. All right, and Miles. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Battle Shonen is bad, just sort of across the board. Um, the Monogatari series is pretty good from what I've seen so far across the board. Um, so I haven't seen Ore Monogatari yet, but if I had a gun to my head. I would say that I would like that more and be pretty damn sure of it. So that's where my vote's going to go. All right. So it's a three to two victory for Hunter Hunter. So 2011 gets another point. And then just, just for reference, we haven't seen, we've seen a lot of anime, but obviously not everybody can see every anime. So we're doing our best for the animes that we haven't seen. This is this has been a tough year for me. Uh, or these two years, it seems like I, I just missed a bunch of the shows. Uh, looking, but now once we get to the popular ones, I think I'll. Yeah. Yeah. Pop, once we get to like the normie ones that are just popular and not highly rated, I'm locked in. It's, yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> All right, and last but not least, the number one rated anime for 2011, we have Steins Gate, going up against 2017. March comes in like a lion season two. Now for me. Uh, my biggest like criticism that I get hate for on Twitter is I think March comes in like a line is very boring and I don't think it's a good show. Uh, Steins Gate is a absolute masterpiece. I know, I know Adam, I'm sorry. Something about just 24 episodes of being depressed is not fun. I'm just me. saying you, it's okay to be wrong. No, for sure. <laughs> like I, like art- hey. artistically March comes in like a lion is I mean it's one of the best from this decade. It's it's incredible. Like the, I understand the show's greatness, but it's just it's that one show that like does not fit with me. Like, That's fair. What how I find how I view that show to me is boring, but I think it's good too. So like it's good in, in like a critical sense, but like in personal like enjoyment, I don't find it fun at all. I think Steins Gate is a masterpiece. There's a reason why it's the number two rated anime of all time on Mal. Uh, my vote goes to Steins Gate. All right. Uh, this one's going to be pretty easy for me, too. I haven't seen March Comes in Like a Lion yet, but it is also a show that I want to watch because of all the good things I've heard about it. However, it's Steins Gate. We're talking about Steins Gate here. A show, oh, for one, something that has survived having a live action and still like is looked at favorably by anime fans. Two, had a had a prequel or whatever come out that wasn't that great, but still did pretty well considering how 
like that it wasn't that great i think like steins gate's like one of those iconic shows of anime it's like it, it is it it ha- it's what really brought Mamoru miyano to light the uh the voice actor yep. uh yeah i think or i think that really established himself uh if i recall back then uh i i think that steins gate wins this by far I, I don't think this is even close. I just want to touch on that. Uh, that voice acting performance in Japanese is my favorite voice acting performance of any anime ever. I think it's absolutely incredible. Like, he, yeah, yeah. He's, and he's literally my favorite voice actor. So yeah, and so for for context too, for people who are uh, newer to anime, uh, one of the more iconic roles that he's also done is uh, the voice of uh, the male, the uh, the the head in Zombieland Saga. Yep. The uh, the the head guy who's yelling and. And, and you know it's just doing absurd th- absurd things that's him that's uh that's his voice actor as well he's done countless yeah, he's, other he's in so much well. stuff like if you recognize he's, his voice you'll you'll know you, yeah you'll, you'll hear his voice and you'll be like oh yes you, you already know the character is going to be a great great time all right uh, has your your opinion signs gate versus march comes in like a lion season two um march comes in like a lion it's great i think to your point uh, when it comes to shows like that that are like really critically good, uh, how it's delivered and presented kind of is what makes it or breaks it in terms of like your intrigue or um, boredom with it. For me, it hit because like it just one of those things like I liked it the way it was delivered and, and the characters and shit. Um, Signs Eight's cool. <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't know it was like highest rated. Um, I didn't feel like it should have been second highest. It should be Sakai's rated. Uh, but if I had to choose between the two, probably going to give it to Science Gate. Science um, Gate? Okay. Yeah. All right. Know. Well, it's already been decided, but I am just going to put it out. March Comes in Like a Lion Season 2 has one of the best arcs in anime with the bullying arc that goes on with, I believe it was Hina. Yep, it is. That's the, the middle sister's name. And that broke me like Anohana broke me and I love Steins Gate. I think in terms of which one is objectively a better show and more influential, it's gotta be Steins Gate. Mm-hmm. I just want to give March comes in like, in like a lion, especially season two it's due, but I can't, I have to go with Steins Gate just cause I think it is, it has, it's number two for a reason. All right, and Miles, you are the last to go. Yeah, so a very, very easy way to my heart is to be a visual novel about time shenanigans. So, I mean, like, literally, if I had a favorite type of media, it, it is that. And so I'm going to gonna go ahead and give it to Steinsgate. All right. Um, sorry, March comes in like a lion. It, could, it's tough, dude. We all love you. That, that's why this is going to be so much fun. We get to, like... Two like <laughs> modern <laughs> masterpieces. Like March is going out like a lamb um, Ooh, in a new five landslide. How long were you oh, sitting on that? Oh, no idea. Like that that arc, and it because it's in season two. If it were in season one, I would have been able to give it more points because I feel like season ones are so much more impactful on like the long term success of a show. By the time you get into a season two, especially the last bit of season two. People kind of already have decided whether the show's good or not and whether they're gonna keep watching it. Yeah. So it's yeah. not it's not as influential. And even though it's an amazing arc, it's it, it's no Steinscape. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough with uh I think that's one thing that we gotta think about when when we're looking at these ratings. 
like you said, people who have already decided usually whether they are going to stay in a show. So this Natsume's Book of Friends season six being in 2017, like who who's going to watch five whole seasons and then decide to start critiquing Natsume's Book of Friends in any way not favorably unless they really screw it up. So yeah, that's why exactly. I think... So like yeah. this, like season six, it's like you've already decided whether you like the show or not. So the only people who are going to actually review it and watch it are people who like it. So it's it's tough to look at these these most uh, or the highest rated and not. I, I I think that's why I think shows like Steinsgate carry more weight because yeah, like season two, it's one thing, but season six, season seven, like that's when it's like it's like the Gintamas. All the Gintamas are out of like the top fifty shows. I think on Mal, like eight of them are Gintama yeah, seasons. Yeah, something it's, like, it's that. like yeah. It's when um, when yeah. Natsumi forgot about the Iron Fleet in season six, I personally <laughs> yeah. thought it was just, just real. Oh, wait, I think that might be the wrong season oh, six. Oh, wrong That's season just, six. Sorry. <laughs> I, oh. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, it, That's the, the problem, though. Is it, so that's why uh, I think we got to take those uh, multiple seasons with a grain of salt. Uh, All right. For sure. So 2011 takes a commanding lead for right now, but those are just the highly rated. Now we're getting into the most popular shows of each series or oh these shows are time to lick our chops for these oh here we my go God. here we go most popular the number five most popular anime from 2011 is madoka magica versus black clover <laughs> now this wow. one is really tough for me because i think black clover is insanely good i think it's one of like the modern battle shows that i think is it has like an amazing power system it has like an amazing like cast of characters. I think it's so much better than My Hero Academia. But Madoka, on the other hand, like revolutionized the magical girl genre. It what else did it do? It had like a compelling story for the time. I think it's incredible. This one's actually really tough. Um, hmm. I I'm just uh, I'm gonna do it like based off of enjoyment. I'm going Black Clover on this one. Oh. Wow, I cannot believe that because I personally uh, and keep in mind we're looking at Black Clover season one, aren't we? Or is this no, or is Black Clover technically? So we're basing it off of the start date. So it just twenty seventeen itself is when Black Clover started. So we're counting it as the show itself. So Black Clover isn't separated like My Hero, where it has other seasons. This is just the continuation it's of a the single, show. Single so show. It's okay. Black Clover in general for it's like just it just happens to start in twenty seventeen. So Pat, I was, was going to you. Yeah, I was gonna say because uh, if it's Black Clover season one, then th- I think this one is Madoka by a landslide. I agree, <laughs> because because uh, all I've ever heard about Black Clover, for well, other than it being a normie anime, which is fine, it's not bad to be a normie anime, but uh, is that all Rista Rasta? What's his Asta. name? Uh, Asta. Oh God, uh, he he just yells the entire first like two or three seasons is just intolerable so i think that uh, that makes it tough and i think i'm gonna have to go with uh, madoka just because i i know how iconic the show is and we are watching it for watch club next week yes quick we shout out yep, nice uh, come, come watch us next monday as we debate the show i haven't finished it yet uh i look forward to watching my first ever magical girl show but uh but yeah so i think i'm gonna go with madoka here because i feel like it's more iconic it's had more of an impact on anime lots of references to it throughout other shows uh, versus black clover is just your next you know your, your next big three shonen you know almost sure. so no, I, 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 can't. I feel you uh has how about we'll pass over to you madoka or black clover first off i just want to you know in case anyone is going to say something the quality control is on me 
it's not Pete. I keep disconnecting because Discord's stupid. But in terms of this, um, Black Clover has one of the best arcs in a battle shonen ever. I agree. In my opinion. It's my favorite. Um, yeah. And also, Black Clover... I don't... What, what would we count as season one? Like, even if we were to... Uh, maybe like one. the first 40 episodes-ish. 40 episodes? So, when I was watching Black Clover, I went in under the assumption that it sucked ass. Uh, so I did exactly what I did with other shows that I go into the assumption that it sucks ass like One Piece. Like, I make sure I know which episode specifically I don't like. Um, so we're kind of like the first 40 episodes for season one. I would say majority of those episodes, like, I like. Like, the first seven episodes are kind of, you, you get all the yelling. And then, like, when you get to Gosh's arc, which is, like, episode 33 to 38, trash but everything else was hidden um in terms of madoka magica i think also because i'm a younger person and i got introduced to anime at a different time and, and i and i don't don't like to look back too much um it's in the anime climate now like with all the when i see magical girls i no longer think the positive shit uh so what madoka magica sure. does to me doesn't hit anymore because there's magical girl site there's a magical girl and recreators and they always have that same dark tone um so the story is really good but it's not it doesn't hit for me the way that i think it hits for other people um so i'm gonna give it to black clover black uh, can, can i make a comment real sure. quick uh sure. so uh i think that's interesting that you bring up being introduced to anime so is black clover your intro to anime similar to i guess how like naruto was for me uh, is, is that what no, 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 like, when I, the introduction to anime for me was, like, Girls Bravo and SAO, but, like, in terms of shonen, in terms of Magical Girl, my first Magical Girl was not, I didn't know of a Sailor Moon before I got into anime, sure, or, like, okay. other Magical Girls, so when I saw Magical Girl, for me, the entirety of the genre was subversion of cute characters doing fucked up shit. Yep. Oh, okay. So hey, that's interesting. Uh, that's a very different perspective than I, I think I would have. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, even though if I hadn't watched a lot of Sailor Moon when I first got into anime, I still understood, like, oh, that's what Magical Girls shows are. Or, like, that. that's what they... I think you're all sort of... Not to, I don't know, attack you guys, but showing that you haven't watched a lot of Sailor Moon is what I'll say. No, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I haven't. I'm young. I'm 19. I'm, I mean, I'm new to this shit. I, I know bad stuff happens in Sailor Moon, but it's still not nearly like as dark as other shows, I feel like. It's not, uh, it's not Magical Girl's sight. That's all I'll say. Yeah, but I mean, Madoka isn't Magical Girl's sight. I mean, nothing is Magical Girl's sight. No. Magical <laughs> Girl's sight is just a fucking pile of trash that, you know, like, it, it, it's someone who watched, you know, darker Magical Girl stuff like Revolutionary Girl Utena or yeah. Madoka and yeah. took literally every single wrong lesson from it and was like, let's just crank it up to 14. And anyways. Um, all, all this and more, Madoka Magical Watch Club next Monday. <laughs> yes, you, you, yes, you'll get a yeah. long history of the Magical Girl genre. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to hash this debate because like we said there's a pot there's an entire podcast episode for that mm. i'm just gonna go with madoka magica i love it i own it i don't own black clover this one was easy for me okay and then miles i think i already know your answer but please go ahead yeah so uh, i will just say i'll i'm gonna go for the show with the better action scenes and the better fight scenes oh, i'm black going clover. with madoka magica <laughs> which has, um 
the the best fight scene in anime. It has better characters than Black Clover. Um, unlike Black Clover, you don't need to watch sixty seven episodes for it to be good. Forty five. Um, you know, so oh god damn it! Oh, and he lost um, his left hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyways, it, this is a very easy W uh, for me. Um, I Some of my friends tried to get me into Black Clover. I had to watch several episodes of it, and uh, I I didn't like it. Okay. Um, so, easy You're to not alone. Here. You're not alone. <laughs> All right, and so a 3-2 victory, 2011 will advance with the point. Moving on wow. to the number four most popular in 2011, we have Fate Zero Season 1. Going up against Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Uh man, oh, where to start for this? This one's tough for me. Because, <laughs> this is really tough. Uh, because Kobayashi... I think this is relatively easy. Well, for yeah. you. Uh, Koba- yes. I think Kobayashi has, like, one bad episode. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. one really bad scene. But it's literally one of my favorite, like, slice-of-life comedies of all time. It's so good. Kyoto Animation killed it. Oh, man. I can't wait for season two. Whenever we get it, because Kyoto is dealing with some issues right now. Um, but man, Fate Zero is... See, if this was Fate Zero Season 2, I like Season 2 better than Season 1. Uh, man, but they're, like, Ufotable killed it. It's such a good story. It's the like, Saber Lancer fight scene? It's so good. Dude, all the characters. Like, Ryder is, like, one of the best bros. Gilgamesh did nothing wrong, but, like, he's a great, like antagonist um but god miss kobayashi dragon Man, it's such it's so rewatchable the dub is great too and the sub i'm going kobayashi that's me okay so this is i i agree with pete this is probably the toughest matchup so far because fate zero is that the first fate that's, I mean, it's the prequel. Cannot, it, it, yeah. it was the like, third anime that came out. All right. So if it's not the if it's not the first one that came out, however, it is one of the more iconic ones, I believe. So that's interesting because if it was the first one to came come out, I would have easily said that this goes to Fate because well, Fate is well, such an iconic well, franchise. Let, hold on, right? let me hold on. You there because the first Fate series was the Studio D one, which yeah. everyone hated. It was garbage. It was garbage. Garbage. And okay. then this is the first one that like re like rejuvenated everyone. It's like oh, is this Fate the one is that made it dope. good? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yes. Not... this is the pinnacle. This is the pinnacle. Easily the highest top. rated one on Mal. Um, okay. So this is tough then because. I, I I agree with Pete. Like Pete, uh, Pete, I'm assuming you're referencing the uh, the the scene where the uh, it's the two lolly yeah, children. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that, that, that's exactly that mess- where they're playing Twister. You know what? I don't see yeah, that. that. Yeah, that scene really messed me up too. Like I was like I was loving the show, and I'm just like, why is there this awful fan service for for lollycons in the middle of my favorite like really fun comedy? So I didn't yep. really like that. Um, really put me off when I looked back in hindsight on it because I didn't even notice it at first, but then I thought about it more. Um, I think. I, God, I love Dragon Maid, and I really was looking forward to season two. That was hopefully going to be coming out soon. We don't know anymore, though. Um, after what happened, I think I'm going to have to go with Fate here because I think Fate Zero, like, like we've talked about. I mean, if that was in 2011, think about how many sequels and continuations of Fate we've seen. I mean, we see the the mobile game, right? Uh, yeah, Fate Grand Order made 1.4 billion dollars last year. Exactly, and that does not happen without. 2011's Fate Zero being so good and being so popular. I agree. Stay so I think series. I gotta go with Fate. It really did save the series. I think I gotta go with Fate. Alright, has. You know, I watched Fate Zero recently. 
and up until that point, I just watched UBW, Apocrypha, and Extra Last Encore, or Lost Encore, whatever I'm sorry it was. about that. Yeah, um, sorry about the Apocrypha part. <laughs> wow. Um, anyways, Fate, well, let me talk about Kobayashi, because this is going to be quicker. Kobayashi, cool, same thing. I didn't like the, the little twister game that happened or whatever. Um, but it was cool, and I think Kobayashi, in terms of, like, cultural impact, like, the amount of memes I see with, Kobe, like, characters from the show or, like, people with AVIs from the show for, like, cute shit, like, it's there. It's big. Um, just like the police presence. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going fucking crazy. Uh, fate Zero, on the other hand, is the best Fate, uh, hands down. I was wet while watching it. Like, I don't... There were things going on in my brain I didn't know how to feel about every character. It, it, it's one of the few shows in, like, what was it, 24 episodes? Yeah, it's like 24-ish. One? Oh, no, yeah. season 1 was like 13, and then season tw- 2 was like 12, but like combined, it's like 24, 25. In like 13 episodes, it's one of the only shows that had such a large roster that I cared about them all equally at the end or like had investment in them. Sure. When there are shows out there that have like 100 episodes, that I just don't give a fuck about the characters at 100 episodes in. So, <clears throat> one piece. Um, but yeah, Phase Zero takes it, hands down. All right, uh, Adam. Um, I think we've all kind of point, like, said everything there is to be said about Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. The memes, I, I think, is actually a pretty good point to bring up, though. It does. It is a very memeable show, and it is in the zeitgeist of society, but nothing is more in vogue than fate, so right. I gotta go with fate. And Miles, round it out for us. Yeah, so, um, same writer as Madoka, um, Gen Urobuchi is my, my favorite writer of you know, I guess anime or whatever. Um, I guess he sort of writes anime and the visual novels and the novels and everything. Um, every character is super intriguing, as people have said. The animation is fantastic. Um, and I, it's also, like, I don't know, it's really neat to see, a, like, a, an, an adult cast like that in anime. It doesn't happen um, super often. Um, you can say the same or, thing about Kobayashi. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know. Kana exists. Um, true and it, it's more so I don't know I like sure but it's not as I don't know it's not as mature I don't know maybe I'm discounting Kobayashi no, I, feel, I understand what you're saying I'm yeah you um, sure. <laughs> anyways I mean I'm gonna give it to Fate Zero um, I love it alright 4-1 in terms of Fate over Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid moving on to the number 3 most popular anime of 2011 that is Anohana going up against Konosuba Season 2 so I'll start. Uh, I mean, they're both great in their own ways. They these two are like literally like polar opposites from each other. Like you could not. I don't know if you could. I mean, the only thing you could do is like in terms of like spanning it out on a grid is if you had like hentai and like I don't know some like horror. I don't know something crazy. But Konosuba yeah, is like, never mixed. Yeah, it, it's really hard to say. There's genre that mixes them. Yeah, you know what? We're not going to go down that road. Cast out here. So, um, <laughs> Konosu was my number three anime of all time. I think its rewatchability is in- incredible. Season two is better than season one, in my opinion, for Konosuba. I've rewatched it 12 times. The dub is great. The sub is great. The characters are amazing. Konosuba season two gets my vote. 
All right, I think this one's an easy one. Uh, the way I look at it is Anahana, classic show. Uh, if you want to watch Anahana, you can just watch your Lion April or another sh sad boy show like that and get the same effect. There's no other Konosuba. There is literally no other Konosuba, I don't think, on the market that does it. It does their thing as well as Konosuba does. And there's been many attempts to copy it with uh, recently, like thinking about um, – all the light novels and all the the anime adaptations like cautious hero is kind of like trying to do what konosuba yep. does it, like, it does it pretty well okay it does it okay but it doesn't do it as well as konosuba does yep. i like another example might be bofuri i love bofuri don't get me wrong but it still is trying to do the parody on isekai that konosuba really nailed down and it just dominates so i i think konosuba wins this by far all right has um, you know, the vote here just says a lot about your mental state. Um, because I think both of these shows are great, but like you were saying, they're just the greatest matchup of like complete opposites. Um, I don't know how to slaps, you know, I'm into that dark shit. I like Dead 2. Um, I like Rosario <laughs> two Vampire. Two very two different shows, still, though. You know, yeah, I, no, like, I don't know if I compare Otto Hanna to Dead 2. peas in a pod. I like, yeah. I like depression and sad shit, okay? I listen to Juice World. Every fucking day. Um, <laughs> sad boys only. Sad boys only. And, yes, sir. Um, Konosuba Season 2 slaps. And the one thing about Konosuba Season 2 that I remember specifically, maybe it was just because of that one scene. Maybe it wasn't even Season 2, but I feel like as the show progressed, it got way more etchy. Um, and the jiggle physics just went up <laughs> by itself. So, it's like the tiebreaker like, is the jiggle physics. So... So just because, you know, like, I don't know, maybe, was the bathroom scene in season two with darkness? Was that, was that in season yeah. two? Oh, when they, like, washed the back and everything? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that is the check. Look, um, look, I don't like, know about top... throughout. <laughs> yeah, the succubus scene is in but, season one. But yeah. it, it's, it gets, mm, you know, that scene might just be the best scene in anime. That's all I'm going to say, <laughs> and it goes to Konosu, but. That's art. Alright, Adam. I've already lost. I'm going on Ohana. That 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 show. That's uh, in your top ten, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's in my top ten. But um so if this were Konosuba season one, I'd give it to Konosuba, but it's not. It's a season two. Everyone already loves it by now, so it's not influential at all to me, so it's easy on Ohana. And Miles. Man. So this could be Konosuba season forty two and I'd give it to Konosuba. <laughs> um <laughs> I, yep. I feel like Konosuba is like I just love the friend group that is there so much. Like the the group of people in the adventuring party, I think they bounce off of each other fantastically. It just sort of like I don't know, really gives me the vibe of like friends going out and adventuring with each other. The way that like Kazuma and Aqua like constantly bicker, but like still you know are obviously like really good friends and everything. Um, I. I, I really love season two, the whole gag with uh, the town and Axis and yeah. it being Aqua's cult and everything. That just was so good. Fucking slays me every time. Um, <laughs> the small child to, like wanting to get um, her to sign like the papers and stuff. Um, I Yeah, I, it's Kodasuba for me. It, it's Kodasuba is also my third favorite anime. So, I mean, it, yeah. All right, so in a 4-1 victory, Konosuba Season 2 takes it for 2017. Moving on to our number two most popular anime of 2011, we have Blue Exorcist going up against Attack on Titan Season 2. Now, I haven't, 
I've seen Attack on Titan season two, and I think you guys know how I feel about Attack on Titan. I think it's yeah. I think it's pretty mid. Blue Exorcist is which is crazy. It has 1.2 million members on Mal, which is a shit ton. Have you ever heard anybody talk about Blue Exorcist? Like I've never heard anyone say a word I don't about know it. Anyone to talk about it? Like I feel like if I'm just basing it off of like impact, like what did Blue Exorcist do to like the Shonen genre? Like did nothing. Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. most people consider a masterpiece. Like at least I'll give its animations credit. Like it's Wit Studios does an amazing job on Attack on Titan. So I think kind of by like default, I'm gonna give it to Attack on Titan season two. Okay. Um, can neither of these shows win? Can can I? One can of them unfortunately has to win. Uh, yeah. Because I think I I'm not a big Attack on Titan guy, but I think I'm probably gonna go with. I'll just say it. I'm going with Attack on Titan here as well. Just the similar to your reasoning, the impact has had. It is one of those shows that is, uh, even if this is season two, I still think season two is has it drew a lot more people in the anime that didn't like it before. Attack on Titan was like the the normie show or whatever. Versus, I think Blue Exorcist was just really popular because it was a, like again to use the word normie, it was like a very just popular shonen from that year i feel like yeah. i don't think it was it didn't really do anything special it just did shonen and existed so i i think uh i think without a doubt i'm going attack on site in season two but i would much preferably just vote for neither of these shows myself. yeah i feel like this is like a really weak uh like number two seed at least in our group uh mm-hmm. has go ahead with your with your vote so for me um attack on titan season two it is in my opinion the best season of Attack on Titan. Wow. Um, I think one and three are uh, from what I, I dropped three and I only completed one because I thought something I, I thought like the action would hit a little harder and it, it just did it for me. Um, in terms of Blue Exorcist, I think people don't talk about it a lot because season two what is something I would like to remove from my memory. <laughs> I was not a fan of season two. Um, and what Blue Exorcist did, for me at least, from what I've seen, is it took the the demon, uh, like shonen thing, and I, like if I'm thinking of similar anime, maybe not necessarily in like storyline, but like energy, appearance, and like what you'll get as an impression. I'm thinking Soul Eater. I'm thinking Twin Star Exorcist. Okay. And this is mark. This is way better than either of those show, um, and what it's doing, in my opinion, until the very end okay um like the last episode but uh, you know both of these shows have shit seasons and it's hard for me to remove that from the fact that uh from from these seasons so i'm I'm gonna give i'm gonna give it to blue exorcist just because attack on titan season two is good but it's coming from season one so it's like yeah no it's fucking fuck it i got you the streets are hot, New York. Adam, I, I, I feel like Has might have almost convinced me to actually go the opposite of what he was going with. Okay. Because I have not seen season two of Attack on Titan because I hated season one. Yeah, I think that's both of us. It was so, <laughs> I hated season one so much I didn't give two a shot. And to hear that season two is the best season, it's like, okay, so there's at least a little redemption on on this show. And we should, I shouldn't be taking into account season one. It should be based on season two. But then now that I think about it at the same time, season one was what influenced people to get in, like get into attack on Titan. It had yeah. nothing to do with season two. 
So I feel like season two has zero influence, gets zero influence points for me. So I'm going to go with Blue Exorcist and leave this up to Miles to determine this one. So. I, okay. Okay. Well. So, yeah, I, so, I, God, I, this is so weird that we have five people on this podcast that are going to have this opinion, but I hate Attack on Titan. I think it is so bad. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to watch it like three or four times. Yep. I drop it midway through season one, three of those times. And I think I got like to like three or four episodes to the end of season two, the second time. I just don't care about any of the characters except for the sad guy. Um, <laughs> the sad boy. Yeah, oh, Levi or something. Um, the gloomy <laughs> guy. Um, I don't know. It, 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 like, you know, spoiler alert for people, but like, you know, the blonde girl was the blonde Titan. Um, so, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know how we could have fucking seen that coming. Um, people acted oh, yeah. like that. The was... character doesn't die at the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, I mean, it is kind of metal how, like, the Titan bites his mom in half. Um, what is Blue Exorcist? Give me, like, a three-word synopsis. Oh, um... Because I think I've that seen the it, but I don't know anything about it. I don't remember. You have, you basically think, um, you take someone like Shinra, except delinquent Shinra, and he fights uh, demons. Who's Shinra? I like demons. And I'm going to vote for Blue Exorcist. That's yeah. yeah. Wow. He's also, <laughs> I, I just, I just, yeah. like, I understand that objectively that's probably the wrong call, but I hate Attack on Titan. Wow. And I have dedicated an way too much of my time trying to not hate Attack on Titan. And this is where I get my revenge. What an <laughs> upset. Wow. I thought, I legit, I legit thought this was going to be a 5 0 sweep for Attack on Titan. Wow. Okay. Glad. I'm so happy right I talk now. Nice. I, I talk nice. Model, model. No? I love you guys. <laughs> All right, and we're gonna round off the first first part of this one for 2011 versus 2017. The number one most popular anime of 2011 is Future Diary or Mirai Nikki, going against My Hero Academia season two. Now, My Hero Academia season two is the only season of My Hero I think is like really good. And I don't like Yandere's. I thought Future Diaries, like, watch out for that edge because it's going to cut you. Um, <laughs> it's just not, Future Diaries is not my style of show. Neither is My Hero, but season two of the tournament arc, let's be real, it was it was pretty good. Even if you hate on My Hero, you can at least say that tournament arc is pretty solid. Uh, I'm going to give it to My Hero season two. Okay. Uh I didn't like Mirai Nikki that much. I wa I went back and watched it recently. I like again, it's it's okay. It's enjoyable, but it's like you said, it's it does feel like it's just going for the edge. And I and I I don't see how it became so iconic, other than like you mentioned, having the yandere. Uh, like if, I feel like yandere's are so rare that people just gravitate to them a bit, you yep. know, like when they are in in a show. So I I don't like my hero, but again, I'm just not a shonen you know, big battle shonen guy. So I, but I also still understand though, too, that my hero academia is so popular and is so, so important to growing anime right now is, is like when my hero academia succeeds and the anime genre and we as a, as a whole succeed, I think. So I think it's a, I think it's more influential. So I'm going to go with my hero as well. Okay. Has. This one's hard. Um, my, I, I, I did enjoy season two. Um, I, I did enjoy uh, a lot of what happened. I just think it 
My Hero Academia Season 2 took away from my enjoyment of the the rest of this show because it it's where, for me at least, the pacing problem started to show, where we had Stain and that really intense fight with Todoroki and Deku um, pretty much fighting a hero killer, right? And, and, we're, and it kind of breaks this illusion that, that was given to me where, like, it's a, it's a school anime and they're learning. Um, because then they go back to school afterwards after, you know, helping capture Stain. And it's just like, well, what the fuck are we doing here? Um, this doesn't seem like the right um, thing to do. They're pretty badass. Where Future Diary, while I would say it didn't... It was okay. It was a watch. Uh, didn't hit me nearly as hard as some people said it would. Um, and definitely was not as bad as other people did uh, say. Uh, it was consistent for me. Until the very end. Again, I'm, I'm realizing anime has a problem with endings now. Yeah. Sing yesterday. Um, <laughs> don't, don't trigger guys, we still got the podcast to record. <laughs> give me a minute, I gotta get it to my happy place again. Um, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Future Diary. Yeah. Okay. Alright, um, I think everyone's kind of said a little bit of it, like what I've been thinking, but uh, for me, the Yandere thing kind of comes from me. It doesn't like originate with Mirai Nikki by any means, but I think it gets popular because of the series. People, I agree. And it accelerated, like, I don't think we'd see as many Yandere in series like Gleipnir and stuff if it weren't for Mirai Nikki being as popular as it was. Yep. And My Hero Academia Season 2 is the best season. I agree with that 100%, but it's also a Season 2. Everyone who was watching it already was into My Hero Academia. They weren't going to drop it from that point on. Sure. So Mirai Nikki is going to get it for me just because it's the Season 2. All right, Miles, you're the deciding vote. I, so I feel like this happens to me a lot. And, um, it's your last. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a big issue people have with My Hero Academia is that Deku is a bad protagonist, that he's whiny, um, True. and that, you know, he doesn't really you know, forge his own destiny in a way. He's sort of passively there. Well, if you took that and you multiplied it by fucking 10,000, you would have Amano or whatever his name is, I've only read the manga, from Mirai Nikki. And, you know, you know who popularized fucking Yandere's Reina Ryugu from Higurashi? I'm giving my vote to My Hero Academia All season two. Right. <laughs> I, I kind of expected that was where this was going to, like, it, I'm surprised it even made as far to me with being a tie. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a 5-0. All right. And, and, and he, before we get to the finals, uh, I just want to clarify a rule I don't think I stated that only one show can be in the popular or rated thing because Steins Gate is technically the most popular and highest rated anime from 2011. But right. Because, but because it's a higher rating, I put it in the rating one instead of the popularity one. So that's why you don't see Steins Gate on like both. And same thing with Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter is the number two rated and then the number three most popular. So it went since it was a highest or a higher rating, it went into the rating one. So. With that being said, we are wrapped up with the 2011 versus 2017, and with a 7-3 victory, 2011 advances to the next round, where it will take on 2013, so that will be in a future episode. 
So oh. and then so that was that was the first playing game, and now we're moving into the second playing game. Twenty eleven strong year. Yeah, right? I was gonna say that was a tough that was a tough matchup for twenty seventeen. But also, yeah, I don't think twenty seventeen was that strong either. Looking back, I think twenty seventeen is one of the weaker years of the past decade for and, sure. And that's why it was a playing game. Yeah, and like I, my thoughts is like I feel like I'm extra harsh on that because most of those shows were season twos, and that just lost points for me. So yeah. I feel like they were behind the eight ball for my ratings already. But that's yeah. that, that's that's like why we're doing it because everybody views it differently. So it's yeah, great. seven out of the ten shows were second seasons or more or further back. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Or a triple second season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. Yeah, the third second season. The third yeah. set of second seasons, yeah. Yes. So, congrats to 2011 for moving on. Next, and our last part of our playing games is 2012 versus 2014. I'm so excited for the last one on this, by the way. Oh, we are going to be excited for it. And oh, shit. We, st- we started with the highest rated from the last one, so let's do the most popular first, and we'll do highest rated last. So, the number five most popular anime... For 2012 is Psychopaths, and that's going up against 2014's fifth and most popular, Akame Got Kill. Uh, similar to Mirai Nikki, um, Akame Got Kill is just way too edgy for me. Like it's just like, oh. oh, let's look at tits and gore, and everybody's dead. Like that just doesn't appeal oh. to me at all. Psychopaths on the other, I I realize I haven't seen it yet, but I realize it's like a cult classic. It's super highly rated, super popular. The gun itself is one of the most popular like <laughs> characters from the show, according to Mal, which I found. The Dominators like, are sick. The Dominator is was like above like half the cast in terms of most popular <laughs> character, which I found hilarious. Um, it's it, well deserved. It's a great gun. The only cool thing I saw from like a comic kill is as death looks really hot. That's about it. So for that part, uh, I can't really give a comic kill any like credit for it's like what it did. It, I don't know if it did anything great. So I'm going with psychopaths. Oh my god! All right, so I I think you you're undermining the 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 fun and enjoyability of Akame Ga Kill with that statement about it just being blood, guns, tits, gore, whatever. Edge. That I don't think it fun, was. I will say. I, it does sound fun. I but I, I don't think it was just an edge fest. I I think it was a, a quality show. I think the ending of it was pretty piss poor because it just didn't. Um, it, it it caught up to the manga as it was being published, I believe, oh, wow. and then they, they had to, yep. yeah, no, while it was being published, they caught up at like episode eighteen out of twenty four, and then they had to make up their own ending, and their their own ending was not very good. I'll I'll get I will give you that. It's FMA. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's literally FMA essentially. Like the same thing happened. Uh, I will say though, Psychopath, I've heard all these good things, and it's very highly rated. Uh, Cult classic is a good word for it, from what I've heard, because it's not that popular. But I feel like it's a very. Uh, it was well, like I guess it was number popular. five. Yeah, it's it really it, popular. Yeah, but like that's from 2012, so that's a pretty decent way. I feel like nowadays people don't. If you ask someone if they've seen it, they they're not as common to have seen it as let's say a comic I killed might have been. Um, but even then, that being said, I think I will go with Psychopath because I think it's uh, it, it has more merit. Uh, critically than a sure. comic a kill does but i i will say though you calling it an edge fest i don't know about that i think that's unfair to it all right that's fair has um so if you want to if you want what pete was just talking about with blood tits guts go read that too um <laughs> and in terms of a comic got killed 
I I made a song called As Death. I fucking love what Kame got killed. I think it's great. Um, I don't hate the ending like other people. I'm not a fan of it. But I really watched the Kame got killed uh, for the enjoyment of it. Not really critically. Uh, or near, it, it has like moments where it delivers like it tries to deliver a message, and I think it does it, but it does it in a real normy way that's covered up as something deeper, which I, I, I usually is a bad thing, but I think the way Akami Got Killed does it is really good um, because it still hits and has the same tension. Psychopath slaps. Um, I, I'm not sure how having a gun uh, be higher rated than half the cast is a good sign. Um, <laughs> Until you see the show. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> I'm a fan of Psychopaths, uh, too. And I think Psychopaths is one of a kind. Um, and I think Akame Got Kill has stayed more relevant over the years. Uh, but, oh Psychopaths. I'm going to give it to Psychopaths. Okay. It, 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 yeah. Psychopaths. Um, Adam. I really, really, really hate the ending to Akame Got Kill. Just going to say it. Okay. I think it killed the show. It was alright. I love the manga ending. Or, I love where the manga goes, I, I should say. I wish they would have gone with that route, but obviously they couldn't. So, for me, it's got to be Psychopaths. Alright, and Miles, I already know your answer, but please go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, Psychopaths is my favorite anime. So, uh, I'm just going to talk about how great it is for, I don't go know, 20 it. seconds. Um, so I think that Makashima is the best villain in anime. I think Akane Sunomore is probably the best female protagonist in anime. Um, I think, uh, Shinya Kogami is, uh, one of the best protagonists in anime. I probably, like, as far as, like, that sort of, like, edgy male character kind of guy, I'd put him, like, second to Roy Mustang, I think. Okay. Um, I think that the world is fantastic. And really interesting. It has really good and realistic like interpretations of different people's relationships and how they view each other. And it's like super dynamic and complex. Um, I love the show. Same writer as Madoka Magica and Fate Zero. Um, so I am nothing if not consistent. I'm going to give it to Psychopaths. All right. So in a 5-0 sweep, we have Psychopaths over Akame Got Killed. Moving on to the number four most popular anime of 2012, we have Love, Chunibyo, and Other Delusions going up against Sword Art Online Season 2. Uh, I think Sword Art Online Season 2 is... Even if you... I think, it's, I think it's just pure trash. I think the story is trash. I think the villain is trash. I think the story is trash. Everything about Season 2 is trash. I hate Season 2 of Sword Art Online. I think I gave it like a 3 or 4. Wait, Love, wait, 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 wait. Season 2, that's... Are, are not in fairy dance, right? You realize no, that's season one. This, this is, is season, season two is Gungale. And Gun- Mother's Gun-Gale Rosario. And Mother's Rosario. Yeah. Okay, it's still trash. Okay, <laughs> wow. All right. I just wanted to make sure that... that yeah, we, I just wanted to make sure that you were incorrectly no, assessing okay. the season before like, you continued. Okay. My SAO take is, I like the first arc of season one, and then I think everything else is trash, so... But sp- season two specifically is the biggest pile of trash. I'll put it that way. Love Trudy Bio and other delusions. I thought season one was fine. Um, I also don't think it's that great of a show. I, I think Kyoto Animation does a great job in terms of the animation of it, but I think Trudy Bio, like that in anime to me is so dumb. I hate Trudy Bio characters. They're so boring. Every- you not a Mega Megamine fan? 
No. I mean, Megumi's different. But like, <laughs> That's what I thought. That's she, what I thought. Okay, <laughs> okay the difference between Megumi actually has magic. Like, she Fair. actually has powers. Where these that's, people are that's just, actually a very good counterpoint. These, these people have, like, legit, like, psychological issues that they need to see a therapist. Yeah. And to me, that's boring. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't think either of these shows are, like, great in any way. But I think I'm just going to give it to Love Tree to be on other delusions just based off, like, animations. And season one was fun. So I'll give it to that. Wow. Okay. So uh, for me. I'm a, one of the biggest SAO defenders out there, and I think your analysis too is pretty unfair. I think you can, I think the villain is, is interesting, especially looking back in hindsight. I think you can, I think you can critique it a little differently. But either way, I, I still think I'm voting uh, Chunibyo and other delusions here. Wow. Even, even being a big SAO defender, season two for me was, other than Fairy Dance, was the weakest part of SAO. Uh, compared to the rest of it, I think. And as much as I love Mother's Rosario, and I really like Excalibur, I believe that's part of season two as well. That it arc, is. yes, uh, it's the closing part of season two. I really enjoyed both those arcs. However, um, I think Chunibyo and Other Delusions that that show is kind of had more of an impact on the community as a whole than season two of Sao did. So I I have to go with Chunibyo and Other Delusions. All right, has you still got motorcycles going by, or do you want to talk? You good? All right, go ahead. No, no. He's not good. Adam, Adam, go go ahead. So we got friggin'. I love Sao, and I own Shinibu. It's okay. Um, but I think season two is the least. I mean, I love Rosario, but I feel like this is a hard one for me. It really is. I think I'm gonna give it to. Shinibi you because I don't think season two is all that influential. All right, exactly. It, it's really same not... argument. Yep. Anyway, okay. Did you? What is Chinibio influence? Just like the like Chinibio the culture. The Chinibio yeah, yes, culture. Yes, it, it's a commentary on that though, so it didn't influence the Chinibio culture. It I is think, a reflection of that. I think there's a lot of shows that are made because of love Chinibio and other delusions. There was one that came out last season. There was like. Oh my god, what's it called? It's some high school setting one where it's just like there's like these Chuni Bio characters, and I think it, it, it popularized. Oh, you it. mean um the one uh, I I watch is uh, uh a destructive god Yeah, that similar. show is absolute yeah. garbage. So, but that's yeah, like a, that's like an actual trash. like high school archetype, the same way we have like Mean Girls in the U.S. Right, like Chunibyo. <sighs> that's oh, like a thing in Japan. Is that actually like a thing in Japan? Like I I don't know to be honest. Okay. I can't tell you if it's, it's a, a thing real in thing anime. or not. <laughs> yeah, so like I guess my thought is that it's like common enough that the fact that people make shows about it shouldn't be too surprising. Anyways, I mean, continue with your point, Adam. I, I, so everyone, and this is kind of what my argument has been against season twos in the entire conversation. Anyone who made it through season one, and especially the second half of season one, and got through the Elfheim arc, the fairy dance arc, and got to season two, isn't going to drop SAO because of season two, and they're probably going to like it. Uh, no right? one dropped SAO. They need to watch oh. it to hate it. Specifically. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people yeah. hate watching SAO. I dropped that's, it. Where I, that's why I think the ratings of SAO get dropped so so far is because people hate watch it. Uh, it's because yeah, of how yeah. popular it is compared to like other shows. Like, you know, no one's going to hate watch Gintama or no one's going to hate watch, uh, what's that show? that we were just not so book of friends like because no one else talks about it either it's not that popular that's that's why the season twos of a lot of these popular shonen tend to 
to get sh uh, shit on, you know, because of it. Well, I guess SEO is not showing it, but it, it's, you know, a, a normie show like we've talked about. So I, I don't know. I think it's, I think you could make an argument that season two was, was worse than season one, but I, I don't know. It's tough. But like, I feel I, like people's opinions were made up before they entered season. That's two. fair. That's fair. And if people's opinions are made up, they aren't dropping it because of season two, and they're not continuing it because of season two. Alicization did change people's opinions, though. I would say so. Like Alicization is an exception to that rule. I feel like I honestly feel like that's an exception. Okay. But that's Welcome not to what we're SAO discussing talk. Right talk. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's on the list. So <laughs> true, and it'll be on the list again this mm. episode. Has do you have any yeah. uh, your comments on whether which one you like the best? So I'm, I'm going to start it with this. <laughs> I originally thought the matchup was going to be Love, Chinebio, and Other Delusions in My Team Romantic Comedy. And I was ready to put Love, Chinebio over My Team Romantic Comedy. Oh! Whoa! Right? That's not cool. Because so I would think you vote for SAO for you? Let, 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 <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, so Chinebio is fucking great. Like, I went into it, and it's one of those things that I, I hate corny shit. Like, I hate really cringe shit. Um, even if it's commentary on it. But Chinebio just delivered it so brilliantly. And the it, it's great because... I know we're not... It, it's not season two, but... Season one is its own story. And I if you dropped it at season, after season one, you have a complete story. Uh, and season two is its own complete story. And I think that's really fucking good. But SAO season two... Right? I know you said it wasn't influential, which is a fair point. People had their mind made up, in my opinion, by then. SAO Season 2 has one of my favorite arts in, in the series, which is Mother's Rosario. Agreed. Right? Mother's Rosario is so good that they took the asana from that arc and made her the protagonist, the progressive. So, if that's anything to say about at least asana's performance in that arc. I could you say you could say that is influential in a way. It influenced its own series. Mm. Yeah, and in terms of Gungil online, Gungil online uh, did what I always say I love about Sao. When they got out of Sao, um, we still had these sort of loose links, right? Whether it was Wreck Progress with the original Sao servers in Alo, or like. Uh, laughing coffin in, in season two with Jungle yeah. Online, which then went to Alicization. I fucking love that shit um, because it, it's so like subtle, but it connects everything. Um, so this was really fucking hard, um, and I know the votes already made, uh, but I'm gonna give it to Sao season two. Hey, and I just want to be fair. Counts. It's not like I don't like Sao. I fucking love SAO, but I feel like my opinion on it, I weigh a lot less in this whole, like, competition. My opinion, I don't feel like, means shit. So I'm well, yeah. not trying to base my opinion in this, but that's just me. I, like, everyone I just, else do their thing, so. I, I'm a real... When, when people talk about world building, right? Like, in One Piece or whatever, and they talk about, like, having these expansive worlds or whatever, um... Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, I love, like, world building, but very subtly. 
SAO doesn't have a huge world. It's not the entirety of Tokyo. It's this, like, maybe, like, what is it, like, two-mile section at most was the distance between Kirito and Sinon, right? And it's all concentrated, but somehow it still feels so grand because, like, things from Season 1, these minor details are still in Season 2 or 3, and and it's it's great, and, and I don't like anything that's overcomplicated in world building. I think it's something SAO does specifically out of the anime that I watch. So, But I watch a lot of trashy anime, so. True. All right, Miles, do you go ahead with your vote. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to just like Haz do what Adam and Pat were too afraid to do and give it to SAO Season 2. Um, I, I I love Xenon. I think that the arc's actually pretty good. It has some issues. Um, Kirito didn't need to be woman Kirito. Um, they didn't need to add (laughs) the creepy part at the end. Um, but I think it is like a pretty interesting look into like PTSD. Um, I think that the mother's Rosario arc is fantastic and it's super refreshing for an isekai. And I would say even like kind of trailblazing for the whole thing. Like there wasn't exactly an antagonist. It was the story of friendship between two strong female characters. Um, and, you know, you got to learn about them, and it, it, it was like, finally, you got to have Austin a shine like that, um, and uh, I don't know, I just, I just enjoyed the whole thing, I thought it was pretty good, um, I you know, maybe it was because I watched it coming off of Fairy Dance that I was like, oh my god, something that isn't this, and it felt like a breath of fresh air, but um, I don't know, I, I, I liked it, I thought it was cool, um, it, it, it's my pick. All right, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, big dick energy. So with a three to two vote winner, we have Love, Chuni, Bio, and Other Delusions from 2012. Moving on to the third most popular. This I think this one's going to go quick. We have High School DxD versus Noragami. Noragami's fine. High School DxD has Rescribbery. My vote is High School DxD. Uh, yeah, yeah, I... Noragami has cool openings, and it seems to be a really oh. popular show. Yeah. Um, but I like it, it's high school TXT. Like even my normie friend watches that and like talks about how great the tits are in it. Like, you know, like <laughs> and everything. Like he's not even like an he has you know he's a normal guy who has girlfriends and like whatever. Like it, it's not it's not the why he watches that show, but he even he can acknowledge how great it is. So I I have to go with high school TXT. It's it's a classic right, in terms has. of like its impact. You already fucking know it's high school DXD! <laughs> Noragami's great. Noragami's fucking great. But to me, Noragami doesn't really shine until season two. But. is just a fucking gas pack. And I was in high school at the time. And high school DXD had me convinced I could have a harem. And I will have a harem! I'm your fuck! Okay? I am the Red Opai Dragon! Okay, <laughs> I'm fucking. That, that, high school Jaxie wins. I, 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 I don't even need to be here. Anymore. The new quote: <laughs> "I am the red Opie dragon from hell." I love that. Adam, <laughs> um, um, I know your answer, but please go ahead. Yeah, I see it all right there. Yeah. <laughs> I my girl Koniko's in it. Like you said, Rius is fucking bomb. Fucking love her. Akino, fucking stellar. Like, that whole freaking cast of characters is bomb. And it's on top of a great story that I think is better than Noragami High School DxD. All right, and Miles, round it out for us. Uh, uh yeah, like, um, I, I don't even know what to say. Y'all, y'all need <laughs> Jesus? Um, 
<laughs> like pretty heavily. Um, I'm I'm gonna vote for Norikami. I, oh, um, oh, I I like yeah. I don't know. I. I don't know, you know, like I, I, I don't like Reyes that much. Um, oh, Reyes? Dude, get, yeah, I, I don't. Get your name right. Reyes, whatever. Reyes. I don't know. The big, the big city redhead girl. What's up? What's up? Uh, Keep those pants uh, on. I, I, I like Asia enough. Konako is really fun. Um, I want Issei to die all oh, the time. Oh, okay. Constantly. Um, and. I, I don't, you know, I don't, Norikami's, like, really good. I mean, like, I, I don't know, DXD is fun, and th- there are, like, boobies, but, like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, you hate it, to see it. it. it, it yeah, you, you know, whatever, that's fine. No, I, notice I, the I one guy. I wanted SAO season two. All so right, I want, the, the one guy with Norikami. a fiancé in the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I just gotta throw that out there. The guy with the real, the RL waifu. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, know, you actually want DXD? To yeah, win. is she in the room? Are you saying? I, I, so, it, well, so and this is this is a one hundred percent true story. So, um, so she and I. So I was first showing her anime, and I, I she had watched like three or four anime or something, and she was like, "I think that my husbando is going to be." Um, who did she pick? I think she picked uh, Kogami from Psychopaths. Um, and she was like, who is your waifu? And I was like, well, I can't answer this question. Like, that's not that a thing a I can trap. do. It's a trap. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll, like, have to think about it and stuff. And then she, she like, looks at me and she's like, is it Reyes Grimmery? Or Reyes Grimmery? <laughs> and I'm like, how did you know that name? And she's like, I just looked up a list of the top waifus. And that's why she <laughs> went. Your fiancé knew about DXD to the point your where fiance. she Name the main character better than you. Yeah, just say it. Yeah, go go grab her and get her on the podcast. Yeah, if you need another high school DXD vote, if she saw two episodes of DXD, she would not let me be on this podcast anymore with how much you guys like it. That's fair. Anyways, my wife is Kagoya Shinomiya. Let's go. All right. So with a four to one victory, I thought I was hoping it'd be a five zero, but we got high school DXC grabbing a point for twenty twelve. Moving on to the second most popular anime from twenty twelve, we have another going against the number two popular from twenty fourteen, No Game No Life. No Game No Life has probably revolutionized the phrase "season two win" more than any other show. Yeah, between that and maybe The Devil Is a Part Timer. Um, to me, I think both of these shows are like around that seven eight block. I think they're both pretty solid shows, but I'm gonna give it the no game no life for the season two win meme and its animation. For as much as there's some weird ass shit that goes on in no game no life, I think the animation is stellar. I think it does a great job. No game no life gets my vote. Yeah, I I agree completely. I think uh, the color palette in no game no life is so pretty. It's like so it's just so in your face and like. It just doesn't care that it shouldn't work because it does. Um, I think the characters, the fan service is just like, it's just out there and it's fun. Uh, another is just edge fest. I feel like, right. That's that's, is that the way to put it? Well, um, I, I'm not saying it. Uh, yeah. I think if there's an edge fest, it's the show where the brother and sister make out and one of them's 11, but that's just my thought. Uh, um, well, oh. uh, I don't think that actually happens in No Game No Life, do they? I don't think they that absolutely does. Oh, reciprocal yeah. breathing. Yeah, they're breathing. Sorry, my, my apologies. Or... They only pretend to make out. 
Yes, exactly. Well, that's very different. Duh. Um, so, but uh, even then, No Game No Life for me, this is such a fun sh when I will say that till the day I die, season two, when the coin flip, everyone hates on the coin flip. I think that's like the coolest thing ever. I had no idea that was coming. I thought that was so creative. Uh, I Another is just another show. So I'm going to go with No Game No Life. All right, Haz, you're up. So uh, I'm an edge boy. I'm a sad boy. I love edgy shit. Um, I love another. No Game No Life, uh, before sitting yesterday for me, uh, um, the ending that that made me almost throw a fucking controller through my screen was No Game No Life. I fucking hate that ending. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think No Game No Life does an OP protagonist horrendously, in my opinion. I think that that shit is so fucking... Because... The, 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 How do you really feel? <laughs> the MC in No Game No Life, right? You're, I, I get it, right? Like, you see him in the beginning, right? He's grooming his little sister on his lap while he has his yep. feet on <laughs> two bounces. Um, and, and, he's, and he's in, like, a locker or some shit. I don't fucking remember. Um, just dark shit. His eyes are bloodshot. So, yeah, he's really good at, like, Oh, was it League of Legends they were playing or some bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> and like a shooter down. So, I don't know how that translates into I can calculate the spins on a fucking court! Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, how, how about you give us your vote before you Another. blow out your microphone? Another. Okay. Adam. Um, I'm going to go with uh, No Game, No Life. I fucking love that series. I haven't seen another. It's dark and it's edgy and i'm like i'm not about it so not about that okay and miles you're the last vote so i'm on my mail right now and i have no game no life at a six and in little parentheses it says fine well i'm gonna you know what no game no life is bad i'm moving it to a four Woo! another manages to do the horror thing and the mystery thing pretty well which is very hard for anime there aren't a lot of good horror anime um, another does a pretty good job. I agree. Um, no Game No Life is awful. Sora is awful. Shiro <laughs> is awful. Jabril is awful. Every character that isn't Stephanie Dola is awful. Oh, um, the fact that, like, it, it, you, you, the, the, the premise of the show is that they don't lose. They can never lose. So why do I care about any of these battles? Why do I care when he predicted their stupid paintball match? In like such a way that it was like fifty-seven D chess isn't even. It's like fifty-seven underwater. It's, it's so absurd! It's so funny. That's no, why it's not over. So it's no, no, it's bad. It's bad. The only good it's thing about the, it, it, yeah, because it's it's maybe so bad it's funny. Like sure, um, you know what I mean? Like I mean, the brother and the sister want to fuck each other. I'm over that in anime. No, no, the sister <laughs> wants it. Not the, the brother does not. Yes, seem but to then want why it. did the brother calculate to make the paintball take off his sister's pants? Why did he do that? I forget. That yeah, Pat, tell yeah. us. No, there was no reason to, and she admonishes him for it. Anyways, the point is the show is bad. The characters are bad. It, it, there's no. There are some parts that are kind of funny. Um, there is no tension in the show. 
I don't know why people want a season two. Season two will just be filled with them winning all over the place again. Again, because um, it's funny. It's, it's not funny. funny. Why is it funny? Why is it funny? What is the humor? What is because the it's so absurd. It's stupid. I, it's funny. It's stupid. I definitely agree. The coin flip. It's like, yeah, okay. He calculated the coin flip. Like, no shit. That's dumb. But that's why I didn't expect it. Like 10 times in a row. Okay. That's funny. Okay. Okay. I think I think we made our point, but I'm sorry, Miles. No game, no life wins on a three to two vote, giving a point for 2014. Let's fucking go. And moving on to our number one most popular anime from 2012, we have the original Sword Art Online going up against Tokyo Ghoul from 2014. Uh, as much as I don't like Sao, I think it's one of the most influential anime of all time. Uh, the first arc of Sao is great. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul, uh, kind of similar. The first season's okay, and then it just gets progressively worse. Um, I just think that the influence and in what SAO did for the isekai genre, for, I don't even know, waifus, harems, kind of, I don't know, fantasy element, everything. Do we so, want to thank it for what it did for the isekai genre? Is I mean, that something <laughs> we should be yeah, thinking of? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got... I don't know. Some people like that stuff. I'm trying. I'm, trying, I'm thinking broad. I'm thinking overall. I think most people are happy that SEO was made. I think a lot of people are happy what it did for the genre. I'm giving my vote to SEO. Uh, I think this one is so easy. Uh, SEO. It. It. It's. It's. It's SEO. Like. Like Tokyo Ghoul is just a sad. Sad boy edge, right? Isn't that like the 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 yeah, opening? Yeah, we definitely in SAO, they're definitely not just the same protagonist. Absolutely not. They're not. Um, I think people give Kirito way too much shit. I think he is a little bit a, a, like, oh, he's edgy because he wears black. Like, no, he just likes the color black. God forbid someone wears something in a black clothing and have it not mean something. It's, I don't know. Okay, so, I mean, why, like, so why is the, the Tokyo Ghoul guy edgy? Because I, I, I think it's more the people, the way people view Tokyo Ghoul is, is like. It's like an edgy show because the guy's just all depressed and dark and like, like and a loner. And yeah. a, doesn't like working in a group. Uh, it, well, that's that's no. You're describing Kirito right now. But that's not edgy. <laughs> I know, I know, but that's not edgy. That's just that's just him not liking working in a group just because he doesn't. Boys. Because he doesn't, he saw his friends die, so that's why he doesn't like working in a group. And he, even beforehand, he wanted to work solo because he thinks working in a group means putting himself in danger. But all right, we we are, we've already had this conversation. Sao wins, I think, all right. very yes. clearly. The impact. Look, Kirito gets married at episode nine. Okay, so I don't, and he, he claps cheek. So chapter <laughs> is a slapper. Oh no, the top tier waifu according to the fucking internet. Oh geez, yeah, she's so. the best character yeah. in Sao. Yeah, um, so I love edgy shit, but Tokyo Ghoul is how you take everything bad, like, it's so wrong, everything about it is wrong, Kaneki is wrong, right, because Kaneki is Deku in the beginning, and then, and then he gets hit a few times, or like, tortured or whatever, or regenerabilities, and then, you know, he becomes gangster, right, <laughs> fuck off with that shit, secondly, SAO just has, I don't know about child, but I loved SAO's world, like, Ironcrad, the, the drawings in the background with the, like, reverse hill shit, like, it just looks beautiful, um, even to this day, um, and honestly, it, 
yeah, SAO just had, SAO to me is the most influential anime in, like, the past 10 years, probably in modern anime, and by modern mm-hmm. anime, I would mean 2010 up, um, so, SAO fucking right. slaps. Adam. Yep, uh, I'm going with SAO. I think this one's pretty easy. Most influential, it's season one, not season two, so that makes it a lot easier. Um, yeah, SAO. All right, and Miles. So, I don't like Tokyo Ghoul, and I, I, I think the ending is bad. I think the ending is really bad. Um, I, I think it starts off very strong, um, and then tapers off. And I think that I, I think the same thing about SAO season one. Um, I, I enjoy the on cried arc quite a bit. I, everyone heard me defend season two, which people also do not like. Um, but I, I really hate fairy Dan. Yeah. I just, I like nothing about it. And that's half of the season. And so half of the season is just absolutely miserable to me. And only like the last three episodes of Tokyo ghoul were miserable to me. Um, and I, I, I guess I'm like an edge boy. I like vampire shit. I think it's cool. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not married to this. I think I'm just going to give it to Tokyo Ghoul. Um, if it was just the Einkrad arc, it would be a slam dunk SAO for me. Okay. So I, ha- I have to ask, does, does it being the, like, the originator of this, like, light novel, like... So, I mean, yeah. Does that mean nothing at all? Like, yeah, really. Me, that's, like, like, 90% of the so, reason why I go for SAO. Is I mean, if Tokyo Ghoul... So, Tokyo Ghoul is, like one of the most popular manga of all time it, it it's had a ton of influence too like well, that's it, the it, manga but okay but like it, uh, yeah I, I that's fair um <laughs> i i mean yeah i guess so i Remember, that's a good point fun. i just, just pick pick whatever which one you feel i mean it's yours i was just kind of asking i mean we're, I, I, we're trying to like i mean i i, I do i do count the influence right sao was very influential influential um it really started the isekai boom that is going on novel boom like that i think is probably I mean, bigger than the isekai. i don't i don't know enough about light novels to know that that is you know i don't know what started the did it start the light novel? Uh, no, uh, Haruhi Suzumiya started the light novel boom for one hundred percent. I mean, it was first, but I mean, light novel adaptations are like seven shows every season since Sword Art Online came out. Like it popularized I, I, it. I I think Haruhi definitely uh, like it was is definitely one of the, the like first. most iconic. Yeah, and I think it's super iconic. But I don't think it gave anyone like I don't think anyone was after that. Like, yeah, let's all do this shit forever now. Whereas Sao, it's like, well. Guess we can all just throw whatever the fuck light novel we want into an anime. Um, yeah, that's yeah, kind of what... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't. And again, like, I don't know. Take this as a really tentative. Maybe I'm just throwing Tokyo Ghoul a bone because I think it deserves a vote or something. Like, I mean, that's kind of what I did with Anohana. So, it, yeah, it, like, I, I really like the Einkrad arc. I understand it's influential. I think that if you, if I averaged my score for a given episode across all of them, though, that I would average Tokyo Ghoul higher. Yeah, and this is Tokyo Ghoul Season 1, so... Yes, yeah, I mean, the the ending of Season 1 is, and then as we all know, the sequel is, (laughs) so, um, you know, but I'm going to give it to Tokyo Ghoul. I'm not married to it. I'm not going to make a huge stance about it. I I think SAO is perfectly fine. All right, so with a 4-1 to victory, SAO wins a point for 2012. So those are the 
popularity ones. Now we're going to move to the highest rated from each year. Moving on for number five from 2012, we have Shinsekai Yori or From the Other World versus Parasite. One thing I really love about Shinsekai Yori is like the style of like relationships that they have in it. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's really interesting. We're just like, everybody is just boning everybody kind of. It's, but like, it's at the same time, like the whole premise of like, this really like tyrannical like system that they're living in where like if you fuck up you're killed type of thing and they're only like select i don't know how to describe it like they're they're cult kind of together is really interesting and i can see why shizakai yuri is rated so high but to me i thought the show itself was pretty average uh parasite on the other hand i think is also okay i think it's slightly better than shizakai yuri uh parasite definitely kind of helped with like influencing like more horror anime where Shinsekai Yuri I don't think it like really influenced anything so but like the narrowest of margins I'm giving it to Parasite when you say boning what do you mean like they have sex in Shinsekai Yuri right, I've never seen it so oh, I was they, curious they have... whether you meant like screwing over society or like actually having sex it's really hard to explain without having you watch it but essentially like sex is like a stress reliever in the show where it's not like as like emotionally based. It's like people just have sex because they need to like get rid of their like stress or whatever. Like there is like an emotional attachment to it, but it's not like even close to like the same realm as like a romance anime where if somebody had sex in like a romance anime, it'd be like a huge deal. And this is just like, yeah, we boned and now we're going to do stuff. It's like, it's really interesting. So uh, I like that aspect of it. Cause like no other show is really like it. But it, the show itself is just like whatever. So interesting. Pat. So so for me, I I was reading the synopsis of Shinsekai Yori because, uh, but but then I realized I had heard of it once I read the, read the synopsis. But uh, I I kind of want to watch it now. Uh, not even just from your description, just in general, it seems interesting to me. The psychics that being spawned randomly versus Parasite, I I couldn't get into when I watched it. Uh. I, I think this one's just Shinsekai Yori off of Intrigue alone. Because Parasite didn't feel that influential. It just felt like it was a, another show that just came out that yeah, it was it was interesting, I guess. Or the premise was interesting, but it didn't really do much with the premise. The anime is really weird because the manga that it's based off of is, like, super etchy. And, like, they turned it in from... To really? Like an, yeah, it's really, it's really it, interesting how they changed it. Could have fooled me. You could have wow, fooled me. Parasite? No, no, no. Shinsekai Yuri is, oh. is an etchy manga, and then the anime oh. is not an etchy... It's not an etchy show. So it's really oh, interesting to see man. how they, like, change it. Sorry. I, mean, I, I was like, etchy Parasite. Yeah, etchy uh, Parasite. Well, that's why I was so confused. I was like, what? Yeah, sorry, it's not Parasite. Play. Shinsekai Yuri. Uh, Haz, go ahead with your vote. Um, I like, uh, Parasite. I have not watched, um, from the New World. I know some of the characters, though, um, specifically Saki. Uh, but honestly, it's going to go to Parasite just because ignorance. Okay, sure. No, that's fine. Like we said earlier, like, not, we're not expecting everybody to see every single anime, so it's hard. Yeah. You just have to base it off of, like, what you know. So, Adam, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I'm... Having to read up on uh, Shinsekai Yori, and while I need to fucking watch this, I can't really vote for something I have no clue about, so I gotta give it to Parasite. Alright, and Miles. So, both of these have been on my list for a while. Um, the one that I got to first uh, was Parasite, 
and uh, it, I found it very disappointing. So I'm going to give it to Sinshikayori because it hasn't disappointed me yet. Nice. And okay. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. I think that's the same reason I voted for it as well. All right, that's fair. So in a three to two victory, 2014 wins. That would be Parasite. Moving on to the number four anime. Highest did, well, what? Did what did you pick, Pete? I picked uh, Parasite by a slim, oh, you did? Okay. By a slim margin. Okay. I think both shows are like a six seven, so it's like it's just like I think just Parasite did a little bit more of like I don't know how it handled horror. I like it a little bit better. All right, moving on to number four, we have the twenty twelve. This is definitely a cult classic. Is Space Brothers versus the volleyball anime season one of Haiku. Uh, Space Brothers, really cool premise. I haven't watched it yet. It sounds really. It sounds like it's right up my alley. However, Haiku is my number five anime of all time. I adore Haiku. I love the characters. I think how they handle volleyball and story-driven everything in the show is amazing. So Haiku gets my vote. Okay. Uh, I think Haiku is like, looked at as the, the most popular sports anime out there, probably. Um, yeah. It probably yeah. is. Uh, versus Space Brothers, I, I think I've heard about it, but it's not... It, it, it doesn't interest me at all. So I think I'm going to go with Haiku here because the impact it has, uh, it, it's like the most, it, again, like I said, it's the most popular uh, sports anime out there in terms of like normies watching it, but then also like anime fans <laughs> like lo- have been looking forward to it for so long. Sure. Has. Haiku. I don't need to explain myself. Sounds good. Adam. Uh, Haiku. I love it. It's one of my favorite, it's my favorite sports anime now at this point. I'm glad I watched it. So yeah. Haiku. And- miles i haven't seen space brothers um I, if i had to guess if i had i'd put it over haiku Haiku's not really my thing um i it, it's fine but it's just it, i don't know it's just nothing special to me i, I think it's mostly because i hate the main character with like a burning passion wow um yeah you know how everyone feels about deku that's yeah. how i feel about him like that's about just Hinata, it, sure. yeah it just it is how it is i like his uh seto kaiba like friend though um, Kamiyama, yeah, he's yeah great. guy's a boss. I'm going to give it to Haiku because I've seen it and I enjoyed it, um, you know, enough. So Okay, I, I, th- I thought this one was going to be one of the most lopsided ones just because I don't think anybody has seen Space Brothers, but... It seems cool, but also dull. I can see that. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, But I, like, I like, like live with my brothers, so like I got enough brother stuff going on right now, so... I'm good. So in a 5-0 sweep, Haiku Season 1 takes it over Space Brothers. The number three rated anime of 2012, we have Bakuman season three versus probably, I think this is actually, this is probably going to be the most lopsided one, 2014's Ping Pong the Animation. So of course we have another anime watch club viewing that we've had. I might be the only one that's seen Bakuman. I think Bakuman is a great slice of life. It is wonderful. Um, Season three, it really is like a great climax because it wraps up like a lot of like the romances and somebody gets like, I mean, like, I'm a sucker for romance, so, like, seeing someone get, like, proposed to and accepting, like, I love that shit. It's heartwarming. But Ping Pong the Animation is a modern classic. I love Ping Pong the Animation. It gets my vote. Uh, I I don't really know what to say. Bakuman is like, okay, it's Slice of Life. It's good. Uh, Ping Pong is, like, wow. You know, like, even with us not, even with me not loving the art, I can still acknowledge how great the art was and how how important it is to have a different style 
of art other than like your typical anime style, I guess, you know, the, the one that's most popular. Uh, so I, I think ping pong takes this by a mile. All right. Has didn't watch ping pong. It was still fucking anime and it's still fucking anime to this day. Don't get it twisted. Um, <laughs> but Bakuman, I, I, I think I saw them Bakuman season three short. Bakuman is a fucking slapper. Like, it is. I, slice of life. Like that's the top tier slice of life. I'm not going to fucking cap. That shit hits. I'm gonna give it to Bakuman. All right, Adam. Oh, fuck anime. I have not seen the third season of Bakuman, so uh, and I loved Ping Pong the animation, so I'm gonna go with Ping Pong. All right, and Miles. Uh, Ping Pong is by my favorite anime director. It's my fourth favorite anime. Um, I love everything about it. Um, honestly, I, I I haven't seen Bakuman, but Ping Pong's like a really good slice of life too. Like people actually do things with their lives. Yep. Go to ping pong tournaments and shit if that's what you're into. So I'm, I'm going to give it to ping pong. All right. So in a 4-1 victory for 2014, we have ping pong, the animation. Moving on to the number two anime of 2012, we have Natsumi's Book of Friends Season 4 versus probably one of the biggest juggernauts of a second ranked Your Lie in April. And for me... I've seen two episodes of Natsumi. I have not seen Your Lie in April. But I know how much. What? I, I, it, oh. I, I, can, I can explain it like off the podcast, but it's a type of show that I will never watch. Okay, uh, fair enough. Um, fair enough. But I will not s- stop the fact that Your Line April is. I mean, a lot of people thought it was like the best anime of the decade. So, and I know a lot of people absolutely adore it. And so I'm going to go with the popular opinion and I'm going to vote for Your Line April. Uh, I'll take right over from there. I think it is probably top three best anime of the past decade. I I adored it. I I think it, the only flaw in it is that it was about like two or three episodes too long. I think there was a little there was a point maybe at like the sixteen to eighteen episode mark where it was just like okay, this is dragging on, or they it felt unnecessary. However, even with that, I still think it's a, it's one of my few ten out of tens. I I have I cannot rave enough about how incredible the ending of the show is and the the final uh episode it's it's something that made me cry in the few times i i've cried watching anime this is one of them it made my roommates cry when they watched it made my roommates families cry when they watched it so and not to mention that it's also just incredibly popular uh i can't love this show enough i think this show wins and i don't even care what the other one it's matched up with uh, all right has um uh well, first off, I, I know that Adam, you know, says season two is just get minus points. But if you make it to season four, you gotta have big dick energy. That's what, <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta give respect, right? If you get ready for four seasons, I you're mean, doing season right. six is on this list too. Yeah, so, like we're not done with that. You six seasons deep, like you big dick. Like I, I don't even know what season six is going up against, but season six wins just because it's season six. Um, I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, your line April, um, made me, made me say fuck anime with like serious, but not like fuck anime, like <laughs> fuck anime, like <laughs> fuck anime, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, nah, your line April is that shit. Your line April. All right, Adam. Uh, number five. Is it number five on my? top 10 anime list it's your line april yeah i figured and miles uh i'm gonna also give it to your line april it's gonna be a lot less enthusiastic one (laughs) 
Um, it's it's okay. All right. So in a five zero sweep, we have your light April taking a point for twenty fourteen. And last but not least, we have the highest rated anime from each year from twenty twelve. We have Fate Zero Season Two versus Mushishi. And Mushishi is something similar to like Natsumi, where it's like this slice of life that has like seven seasons. But I've never seen it. And Fate Zero Season Two is incredible. I think it's better than season one. And I, I Fate Zero, I mean Fate Zero is like really high on my list, regardless. I think is that, Mushishi a slice of life. Yeah, I think it's like a mystery, like psychological yeah. slice of life. It's like a supernatural. What's that healing show term? Because I know it's one of those. Um, uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of like Natsumi's Book of Friends, to be honest. I think it's like a, I think it's like a supernatural slice of life. Um, Ia she I Y A C H I K E I. No idea. It's the same. Um, it's like laid back camp or uh, flying witch. It's the oh, same okay. type. Of okay. Um, well, I mean, I'll probably get around to watching Mushishi because like that's the style of show that I absolutely adore. But Fate Zero Two to me is a masterpiece. I think it has so many memorable moments. I love the end of Fate Zero with like Saber destroying whatever the um, Holy Grail. Love it. Love everything about Fate Zero. Fate Zero gets my vote. Um. It's fate versus some random show. I, I some I, random show, the number one it, highest rated. Oh God! I, I don't know, man. I think it's it's another slice of life versus fate. It's not um, a it's not a slice of life though. It's like a supernatural show about a man who like heals spirits and stuff. Like look, I don't right, know. Hang on, give me two seconds. That I, I I mean I'm you know I, I guess like spoiler alert. I'm not gonna vote for Mushishi, but I just think it's. Has anyone seen it? No, I, 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 I think I have, but this why is Mushishi in 2015? This yeah, is 2005. Yeah, uh, the most popular one is 2005. So I think this might be a, a mistake on uh, yeah. our producer's oh, end. Oh, uh, when I look on Mal Mushishi, it, this is why I was surprised too because I didn't Did think I type it, it in wrong. Do I? Uh oh, do you have the wrong anime here? Hold on, hold on. Because it could be. Mushishi Zoku Show, which is a which sec- is the next season, which is season two, I guess, of Mushishi. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. I'll okay, Mushishi. it is Mushishi. It's the second season, so my apologies. Okay, just to cl- but either way, they're both yes. very highly rated. I, I, so. like, I knew I didn't fuck up that much, but I must. I just forgot to type in season two, so my bad. I didn't, re- I didn't realize there was a season two though, so that's that's the thing. But either way, I still I still think it's uh, I, yeah, I think there's a, the third season as well. But either way, it, it, it's fate. Like how how are you gonna it, fate zero and, and like this only reaffirmed the okay well season one or whatever was great right like uh or it's what made fate fate again right this yep. is now the even higher quality version of it I feel like right like this is it's the second half of the story the story right yeah um I it, it, season one and season two were kind of like I don't know if they released back to back but. Season one was the start, and this is like it ends in just like the middle of the story, and this is just finishing it off. So, uh, either way, I, I, I can check, I, but on. yeah, but it's, I it's... think I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's just it's fate, man. This is like it, this is fate zero or fate, um, whatever. Like, this is just so blatantly to me yeah. in favor of fate. And there was I a think. season break in between the two parts, so okay, mm-hmm. all right. So, fate has, um. 
you know, just like everyone was saying, man, fate zero. And I'm pretty sure I talked with Peter about this, like, up until this point, because of what I had seen. Um, I think fate zero has a very unique take on fate compared to everything else that's been released. Like, Apocrypha, while you guys don't like it, does have its appeal, in my opinion. Um, it's it's a lot less serious. Uh, it, it still has the fate tone, but, like, it's just action, and, and like, Mordred is really funny and shit. Um, Extra Lost Encore is, like, an SAO-type deal or, like, a, some shit like that. But this one, like, the character-driven shit and, like, all, like, Kuritsugu, the ending, uh, and how it leads into UBW, it's just, it's all so fucking good! Phase Zero. Alright, Adam. So I have my rule about Season 2s, and this time I'm breaking it because you can't Sorry. really, I, I can't vote what? against the best fate series that's got to be fate all right it's a mushishi sequel anyway so you're yeah. fine <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but honestly even if i don't know what you could have put against this that i wouldn't have picked fate season two so i'm breaking my rule here and going with it whatever all right uh miles do you so, have any words I, I i i'm gonna vote for fate zero um it again uh favorite writer love the show it's amazing top 10 anime for me um what I am going to say is that I feel like from what I have heard of Mushishi is that we are sort of like glossing over how great it is. Um, and, and I do not know, but I don't think describing it as like just some run of the mill slice of life is correct. I mean, the first season almost has a freaking nine on Mal. Like you don't do that without resonating with a lot of people. Um, For sure. You know. So I, I would just say, that, uh, you know, this result is probably what we would have voted for if we had seen both, but I bet it would be a much harder discussion had the five of us seen Mushishi. All right. I, I, I also wanted to say that, like, I, I haven't finished Mushishi 1, um, but I have watched, like, three episodes of it. It's really fucking good. Um, I, I dropped it because other things came up. I didn't even know there was a second season. But I think maybe my vote would have switched. Maybe this will be a good, like, Watch Club show that we should nominate, because any show that's probably close to a 9 is probably worth watching, to be honest. I think it's 24 episodes, which is the issue. Oh, shucks. It is quite a long show. Nominate Um, a good show for Watch Club? 26, even. (laughs) All right, so, with a a decisive 5-0 victory, Fate Zero Season 2 gets a point for 2012... But it doesn't matter because 2014 wins by a, v- a margin of one, I guess, deciding victory. Wins 6-4. to four. So 2014 will be moving on. So this will You know, re- that makes me so sad. I really wanted to talk about High School DxD more, but good job, 2014. Yes. <laughs> so that wraps up the first episode of our tournament arc. The next episode will... So that was the playing game. So now we're getting to the main bracket. The next episode is going to be 2015 versus 2019. And then 2010 oh, versus God. 2016. So, if you enjoyed our content, please follow us on Twitter at what do you say Annie? That's what do you say A N I on Twitter. We also have a Discord. It'll be in the description below. Come join us. We talk about everything. It's really fun. We have a watch club. Anybody's welcome to join. We watch a random. I guess we vote on a show every two weeks, and we watch it and discuss it. It's super fun. Uh, other than that, thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you the next episode. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.